Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Lucky Dip Podcast. My name is Jordan, and today it's just going to be me on the pod, but that's okay because I think next week I'm going to try to find a guest for episode number 12. And if possible, I'm going to try to find somebody who's not a part of Christ Gaming so we can get some different perspectives and maybe somebody who uh, doesn't do anything in esports. We'll see. I've been reaching out to some of my contacts um, in the business industry that I uh, had some classes with and stuff. So I'll see if any of them respond and everybody's pretty busy and it is the summer so I'm not entirely sure if anybody's going to be down to take 45 minutes of their time to chat with me for a bit about their business but we'll see. We'll see fingers across that it might work out but that's not for this episode that's for next episode. So today we're going to kind of talk a little bit about myself in a, in, a, in a little bit just because I don't think I've really ever talked about who I am in a sense or my background or anything like that. Um, besides gaming, I mean, obviously I've, I've talked about how gaming has been important to me and a big thing in my life since I was little and how I've shared that with other people, with friends in the online community and everything. And that's why I wanted to get into esports, right? So I've always talked about, you know, why I've gotten into esports, but I've really talked about, uh, myself in a sense, right? So if you have <clears throat> never listened to this podcast before, um, I'll just quickly say that the Lucky Dip podcast is mostly about gaming, mostly about esports. Um, I'm a co-founder of a esports organization called Cryus Gaming. We have a competitive Rocket League team. We create content on YouTube, on TikTok, and just today, in fact, I actually created an Instagram account. Follow that at Cryus Gaming, C-R-I-I-U-S-G-A-M-I-N-G, Cryus Gaming on uh, Instagram. We're going to start posting some stuff there, some video clips, some photos, and probably try to utilize some stories and whatnot so you can stay up to date with what we're doing. And back to what I was saying about the Lucky Dip podcast. Normally it's about esports, it's about gaming, but sometimes we'll also talk about, about you know, business and whatnot since we're in the middle of a, a startup. And then also just like to hang out and talk for a bit. So I don't want every single episode to just be gaming because not everything that I do is just gaming. So this is going to be one of the episodes where I'm not going to talk about gaming as much. I mean, I'll tie it in near the end. But for the most part, you're just going to learn about me. You're going to learn about just what I've done in the past whether that's some jobs or what I'm to school for, maybe some of the skills that I have. And it's not a place for me to brag. It's just a place for me to like just explain kind of like what I'm interested in and, and how that journey kind of started because alongside gaming, I also did a lot of other things that uh, kind of led me to where I am today. So I thought that'd be a little bit interesting. And since this is episode number 12, you know, I've been doing this for a couple of months already. So it's just kind of like a little way for some of the returning listeners out there to just learn a bit more about me. So I'll just uh, hop into that right away here. So we're going to kind of just talk about, um, yeah, kind of just things that I'm interested in. And then I'll tie that into gaming near the end. Don't worry. I'm not going to do an episode today, at least, where there's absolutely no talk of gaming. There will be just near the end. Um, and also quick before we start, another huge shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. Uh, if you're enjoying, please give it a good rating, leave a comment, um, whatever the case is. I like to read those and I really appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we're just going to keep doing these. I, I have a lot of fun doing these. I look forward to doing it. And I hope you guys look forward to listening as well. All right. Without any further ado, I don't think I have anything else to ramble on about in this pre-log. Pre-log? Is that even pre-log? I actually don't. I, did I make that up or is that real? That, I think that's real. I don't know if I said it proper, but who cares? Um, anyways, <laughs> let's just get into what I was going to talk about. So... Basically, I'm not going to go into, you know, I'm not going to go into details. So when I was four 
and go up from there. I'm basically just going to talk about things that are kind of relevant to my interests now and it kind of like with what I do now. So I'm not going to rewind back to my childhood and the first steps I took. Don't worry, I'm not going to bore you guys with that. Um, we're just going to talk about relatable things. Um, in yeah, I already explained. I don't need to explain it again. So starting out, um, obviously I worked in retail and did all that. I'm just going to talk about work for a second because ever since I was like 14, I was volunteering at a pet store, had a lot of pets, um, fostered animals. I also got a job at that, that pet store. I was basically like one of the managers there. I became a supervisor when I was like 17, I think, which I don't even know if that's allowed, but whatever. I got a dollar pay raise. So I was hyped about that. And then I got to deal with all those super angry people who things wouldn't scan properly or they wanted to return something and I would just be like, yo, you can't do that. And they're like, let me talk to the manager. And I'd go, that's me. You're talking to the manager. Uh, not that that's really relevant to anything today, but I suppose it is in regards to the fact that I've done a little bit of uh, leadership, you could say. And obviously retail is completely different than running an esports org, but just kind of saying that I've always had that mentality of trying to like be better or, or like better, better myself, you know what I mean? Like being the best that I can be wherever I'm working. Um, I've, it's just like a strong work ethic, I guess you could say, um, where I just kind of want to improve and I just try to do the best job I can. And, uh, you know, getting promoted to being a supervisor before even 18, um, I mean, I was pretty proud of that. And it just, it just kind of like was a little taste of like leadership, you know, a little taste of being the boss. And I quite like that. Um, we're not going to talk anymore about the pet store and stuff that, that doesn't really at all relate to what we do now, uh, or what I do now. Um, besides the fact that I, I did a little bit of photography, um, I've always been in photography or into interested in photography since I was in high school and I did some photos at this pet store for like the website and stuff. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. I do that, but other than that, nothing really relates to now. So we're going to fast forward a few years. I entered university and for the first year I was lost. Okay, guys, this, this episode is also a bit about uns uncertainty, okay? So it's a little bit about what I've done, my interests, but also some uncertainty because I'm at that point right now where I'm just I'm just honest with you guys. I'm a little uncertain about what the future is going to hold, and there's a lot that, that goes into that. Not not with, like, Christ. Like, I know where that's going. It's just we're going to have to take it part-time. I just mean, like, with everything else in life. So that, since this is my podcast, it's also just a nice place for me to sit back and just vent a little bit, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully it's relatable. Um, I don't want to get off topic. I'm just telling you that it's also going to be... a a bit about uncertainty um, that I'm feeling right now. But we'll get to that a little later on. Let's just talk about this for a bit. So when I went to Mount Royal University at first, I was in anthropology. I was going to be a Bachelor of Arts majoring in anthro. And let me tell you, that's probably not, <laughs> not much you can get out of that. Um, but it was interesting stuff. And basically, before this, I probably mentioned this before in a podcast episode, I used to make YouTube videos all the time. I got my first camera when I was 11 or 12. It was in 2010. So I can't do the math right now. I freaking don't know. It's 2021, whatever, 10, 11 years ago. I'm 23 now, 12 years old, all right? Made my first ever YouTube video and it was great. And ever since then, I was addicted to filming. I thought it was the coolest thing when I could film something, or sorry, when I could film myself doing something and then I could watch that back. And it was insane to me. So my sister and I filmed all the time. Like, that's all we did. We literally would just film stuff. And I don't even think I posted, like, much of it on YouTube. I just, like, had a YouTube channel, like, which I would post on. But we just made so many videos that, that didn't get the time of day. Because, I mean, they weren't good videos. We were, like, 12 and she was, I think, like, 8. You know what I mean? We are just kids having fun messing around. But that really, really started my interest. 
Um, I got the I got the video camera. I still have it actually. It was a Sony video camera, and I got it for Christmas one year. And literally since then, I was like, yo, filming is cool. You know, I was I was never good at it. I'll tell you that. I, I didn't want to be an actor. I wasn't really good at like filming stuff, or I didn't know how to edit. I was figuring all this out on my own. I was using Windows Movie Maker uh, near the end. <laughs> Not the end. I just mean at the beginning of like this whole period, I wouldn't edit anything because I didn't know how. So they would be like five minute skits with like mistakes in them. And they just wouldn't be filmed or, or edited rather because I didn't know how to do that literally at all. I had no idea. So then I, you know, did Movie Maker a little bit. And then I bought this other program called um, Pinnacle Studios, I think. And I did that for a bit. And then once I got into school, which is tying this in, is I did uh, get Adobe Creative Cloud, which I'm using right now. I'm using Audition. And it's just stuff I've been using for a couple of years. It's just really expensive. So that's not something that we enjoy seeing. But um, regardless, that's just a little bit of what I like to do, filming. Well, since I was little, I love filming. I'd film skits, I'd film scooter videos, I'd film a whole bunch of uh, animal videos, I would film drumming videos. I did so much stuff and everything that I did, I wanted to film, right? So I do that on my YouTube channel. Um, the reason that I bring that up is because <clears throat> when I went to university, like I said, I was in anthropology, but I was like, I really don't like this. I, I cannot do this. So I changed my major, like, I think it was the first week in. I was like, I can't do this. So I switched my major to communications and took broadcast media studies. The only catch is that it's like a four-year strict four-year program to do like these classes. So you can't just enter it like a semester late necessarily. So basically I was like in anthropology for a year, you know, just doing random classes before I could do the actual communications classes before I could actually do broadcasting classes. So I learned lots of stuff in anthropology. It was really cool. It was really interesting. That doesn't have anything to do with this. It's just to say that I was lost. I was very uncertain. So I just decided to try it and immediately realized I don't want to do this forever. There's nothing I, I want to do really with this relating to anthropology. So switched it up, communications, broadcast media, and that's where everything changed. Okay. So when I was doing this program, the four year program, which unfortunately I couldn't do the last year in person because of COVID, which we really don't like to see, especially because, you know, I grew so close to this uh, all my classmates, there's only about 20 of us, I think, maybe, maybe 25, I don't know, very, very small class, we were together all the time, we were making projects all the time, we'd hang out after school, so basically they were like my new family, in a sense, like I, I really came close with a lot of these people, uh, and you know, one of them is Alex, who I have a company with now, so it's really cool how you meet people, um, anyways, I was doing all this stuff, and, uh, you know, at the time I was like, you know, I should get another job because I, I don't even know where I was working at the time. I think I was working at a dog shelter and not a dog shelter, sorry, a dog daycare, like a doggy daycare. And it was awful. So I love dogs, but oh my goodness, these, all these dogs that, that they're just so annoying and they were fighting sometimes. Cause it wasn't like a doggy daycare where like they're in separate kennels, you know, they were, they were all out. So it'd be like 50 dogs and it sounds great, but it's not okay. When you're the one dealing with them, unless you absolutely love dogs and all the power to you, it's not me. I like dogs, but I like my dogs. I like dogs that I know. I don't like 50 random dogs who are crazy. Okay. Anyways, I was working there and then one of my friends had a job at a radio station. I was like, yo, that's cool. I just want to get my foot in the door doing anything in media, anything in broadcasting while I'm getting this degree, just get some experience under my belt. So I applied for the street team uh, at a radio station 
and quit my job after I was at it for two weeks <laughs> with this doggy daycare. So I had to quit it before I even had an interview with this other place uh, at the station. And then eventually, you know, I worked at the station for three years again until COVID. Once COVID hit, there's no more events to go to. So we never worked. And um, that's that, that <laughs> kind of how it ended uh, a little anticlimactic. But anyways, when I was working at radio, that was also a really, really great experience. So I learned a lot of stuff because there was lots of on-site marketing. There was lots of promotions because um, that's the department I was in was radio promotions. So I learned a, a lot about like how radios operate or radio stations operate. I would also help with some tech stuff. Um, we basically just go to events and like set up booths. We would hand out tickets. We would interact with the public. So it really got me out of my shell because I'm a natural introvert. So a lot of the times I just like to, I mean, even now I like to spend time by myself. Like I like my alone time. Um, but what I like to also be around people. I like to be out, but I don't like to be the center of attention, right? So when you have a job in radio promotions, doing street team stuff, you're at the events, you're the face of the station, you're talking to people. Lots of them are drunk. Lots, lots of times at concerts, it's late. You got to like do a lot of stuff. So that really got me out of my shell. And I really appreciate what they did for me there because I learned so much, um, just about events. I learned about trade shows. I got to go all around the city, um, concerts, trade shows. Like I said, I went to some retail stores with like some of the radio DJs. It was a great, great experience. I, I really loved doing it. We had parades sometimes. Sometimes the shifts were, you know, till one in the morning. Sometimes they started at three in the morning. It was insane. But that was only once in a while. That was during like Stampede. We have Stampede here in Calgary. And uh, it's just this big thing. It's like for cowboys, I guess. I don't really care. I don't go to it. <laughs> but those were like the late shifts um, or the early shifts, you should say. I should say with, with the parades. But that whole entire experience was awesome. And it really, really got my interest in kind of like a different side of broadcasting. Because when I was there, I initially was like, maybe I'll just be a radio DJ. And then the more that I was there, I did some board operating for them. So like I would like do everything for them uh, while they were at, a, at an event. And they would just speak into the microphone. So I'd like make sure the ads are being run. I'd make sure to put them on when they were coming up. I would take songs out. I'd put songs in. Uh, I would do all that stuff. So I was basically running the entire thing. They were just on the microphone remotely. So I did that. And then I just realized when I was doing that, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't like this stuff. It's, it's stressful, but it's also like, I don't enjoy it. You know, I can do stuff that's stressful if I enjoy it, but I just didn't like doing the board operating. And, and I guess the only part for being a DJ that's different than that is you operate the board, but then you also are talking like little sound bits. It's not even too, too much. Um, I even had some on air stuff too. Cause like I was friends with all of them. So sometimes they would bring me on the show, um, which was obviously like, obviously kind of cool, but Realized I don't like doing that stuff. The good part though was when I was doing these radio promotions, the street team stuff, I realized that I really like being out. You know, I like being out and about. I like talking to people. I like networking. I like interacting with everyone. Even if some of the people who you interact with aren't the most pleasant, those are few people. You know, lots of times people are very nice. And then I kind of like opened my eyes to a new thing where I'm like, in the future, if I ever have a job or anything, or my own company, I mean, obviously I'd have a job. I mean, if I have my own company or whatever, I could go to like these shows and stuff and like promote us in a way that maybe you didn't think of before. And then I just learned things when we were on site, like, oh, maybe I could do this instead, or maybe this would be better or whatever the case is. Right. So I just learned a lot from that job, which is great. And then that also kind of got me, like I said, it was, since it was lots of like on site marketing and stuff like selling the station basically to get more listeners, to talk to listeners, uh, and also like take photos and stuff for social media. I kind of opened my eyes a bit to marketing. And that fast forward now, we'll skip a couple of years because I was just doing stuff in school, making a lot of cool projects, doing lots of filming, doing lots of editing, doing lots of radio shows, a um, whole bunch of stuff at school. 
Then just last year, I had to do an internship. So I did it with the Calgary International Film Festival, um, which is SIF for short. And it was a marketing internship and also with the artistic department. So I would do um, just so much marketing stuff. Like we would do everything for them. We'd do researching, uh, just landscapes. I'd update the websites. I'd write blogs. I'd help with social media. We'd brainstorm events for campaigns. So we came up with a whole mascot. Uh, we'd basically just do like little tasks here and there. And then with the artistic department, that was actually like the show lineup, like what was going to be shown. So I watched like over 300 short films, helped pick the lineup. Also watched a lot of feature films, documentaries, everything just to like, so I could know about it. And then I'd write bios, uh, not bios, sorry. I'd write, uh, what are those things called? Oh, I did so many of them. I can't remember what they're called. We like write synopsis, synopses, whatever. I'd write those about the film. So I'd watch it and then I'd kind of like write a quick one up, uh, do a ton of those input, like all the cast members, everything. It was insane. That was, that was a grind near the end. Cause the festival's like, you know, like one week long and leading up to that is like months of work so when it gets like near the time of the festival it's like crunch time but anyways the reason i brought that up is because when i was working at radio I realized i don't like doing traditional broadcasting in a sense but i like doing like different things relating to media relating to broadcasting relating to new media which in the form of like doing social media stuff filming like different types of videos doing marketing um Everything like that, I found very interesting. And those are skills that I learned that I can I apply now with SIF. Uh, I learned a lot of stuff in marketing through the radio station that I that I worked at. Learned a lot of stuff through my uh, degree. Learned a lot of stuff, um, a variety of things, not just marketing. I didn't really learn much marketing for my degree. I just learned about theory and we did like hands-on experience, like I said, for radio, for videos, for we did live productions, we did news, we did short films, like literally everything. So it was a really, really great program and it really helped me out. So I really appreciate all that. And it's stuff that I use today. And that's why I have that creative mindset because I had it before school. But when I kind of did school and all of that, it really like helped form how I do things, if that makes sense. Like when I see stuff, I try to approach it creatively. Like how can we get people to watch this? Or, you know, like I just like being on camera. I like doing podcasts. I like making social media content. I like filming TikToks. You know, I like doing YouTube. So it's like all just different stuff than somebody who just has a business background might think of it. Uh, and then later on, obviously, when I took like that Launchpad Accelerator course, which I won't dive deep into because I did um, in a previous episode, I think last week, actually. But that's when I learned a bit more about business. And that also piqued my interest. But it's not something I have a whole bunch of familiarity with. Um, so I'm usually approach stuff with communications idea, with marketing, with uh, traditional media, with new media, that kind of sense, you know, creativity. And now that's where I just need to like learn more of that business aspect, the business side of things. Um. Throughout all of this though, I'll be honest, I didn't really know what to do, all right? So this is where the uncertainty kind of lied back then. You know, I said when I first started my degree, I was in anthropology because I had no idea what to do. Well, as I was doing my internship, as I was doing my, sorry, not my internship, as I was doing my degree, doing all these classes, I was like, I don't really want to do radio. Oh, I don't really want to do TV. Damn, I don't even really like doing news. I don't really know what I like. I like writing. I don't mind that. But like, what else is there? I like being on camera. I like being behind the camera sometimes. I don't like editing that much. You know, I like learn a lot of things that I didn't like, but I'll be honest, I never found something that I really liked. There wasn't one thing that I, I like learned that I'm like, that's what I want to do. I love that. Let me find a job doing that. There's nothing. There's just a lot of stuff that I was like, eh, I don't really like that. Or I learned a new skill. I'm like, that's cool, but I don't want to do that forever. Like, okay, I learned how to edit proper. Okay. I don't really want to do that. Oh, I can shoot the, this camera. Well, I don't really want to do that in a news setting. Oh, I can tell a news story. Well, I don't really want to work as a journalist. You know what I mean? So, so much uncertainty. 
but I was still seeing constant improvements. Whether that's in my video creation, you know, I noticed uh, over time like an improvement in my YouTube videos, uh, in my photography. You know, I went from not knowing how to operate a camera at all in in high school to winning some awards and stuff near the end of uh, my high school career, I guess you could say. But at the beginning of high school, I had no idea how to like operate cameras or anything. And then near the end of it, when I was in, when I was a senior, when I was in grade twelve, I won some awards and stuff. So I'd see improvements through that, and I could like apply the stuff I learned in photography to filming because it's the same thing it's just video you know but lots of the same principles are in place so lots and lots of valuable information that i've just learned um lots of it is on my own mostly through like photography through like storytelling and stuff like how i say things is mostly like what i've learned on my own just through the years of doing youtube and different creative things but then you know you also learn like a lot of new skills and stuff through doing a degree and you know meeting all these people and working in radio and doing a marketing internship and just all these cool things that really just add up and like make you think, oh, there's so much out there to do. It's not just radio and TV, you know, if you're to do broadcasting. Like there's so much you can do. There's so much behind the scenes stuff you can do. But there's still just that uncertainty. And I don't know. I've never really wanted to work in like broadcasting necessarily. Like if anything, like the film industry is kind of cool to me, but still not really. And I guess I'm bringing this up now, like the uncertainty that I'm facing is just because I just don't know exactly what to do. Obviously, I'm going to keep building Christ. Like, that's that's not even an option. That's, like, what I'm doing. That's what I want to be doing full-time. But, you know, we have to take a little bit to build this because, as I've mentioned in previous episodes and probably every single episode, is we don't have a lot of funding. We don't have a whole bunch of investors backing us, you know. We're not experts at this. We're learning as we go. And part of that learning as we go is we got to take our time and acknowledge that, you know, we're going to have to take it part-time for a bit. So while that's happening, I have to find a full-time job and be able to pay for stuff. Right. And so that's where I lie right now. I've applied to probably 50 jobs and I have not heard a single callback. I have not even landed an interview yet. And I've applied everywhere. I've applied in the province that I live in. I've applied in BC, the province beside us. I've applied in some like gaming jobs. Not really. E- well, no, I've applied to esports jobs. I've applied to gaming jobs, which would be like with a game publisher to do like marketing and social media, all that kind of stuff. So I've applied to tons of those. I've applied for jobs just in general communications. I've applied for marketing jobs. Literally, I've applied for so much stuff. I haven't heard anything back. Not that, I mean, it is discouraging. I'm not here to be like, oh, this is so dumb. But it's like exhausting sometimes because you're like, you'll apply for stuff and just nothing happens. And then it just, it's just annoying. because it's like, I know what I want to be doing now, which is Cryos. And, you know, every time I like see Optic post a new video or Hex have a new vlog, I'm like, that's what I want to do. You know, I listen to podcasts with Hex and the guys and everything or different gaming podcasts. I'm like, that's what I like. That's what I want to do. And I guess I am doing that right now. <laughs> you literally listen to a podcast that I have. So, you know, I am doing aspects of it, but I'm not doing it full time. And I, I think that might be something like I'm not, obviously I'm not entirely sure, but I feel like that might be like what some people give off is the vibes that like, we're making bank. We're doing this full time. This is great. When the reality is like, I haven't made anything off of anything that I've really done on YouTube. I made, I've made a few thousand dollars over the past couple of years only because one video has blown up and it has like, does it have 2 million views? It might have 2 million views. No, it doesn't. I think it has a million views. Anyways, I'm just teaching people at Ollie. That's what the video is. Um, but that's kind of like what started letting me get money. And then I'd post a few videos about skateboarding to get, get more views. Um, cause that's what everybody's watching. And then, you know, you make a bit of money off that, but like nothing consistent as of now, I think I make hundred dollar paychecks every month 
on YouTube. So, I mean, it's something, obviously, but that's like the only form of income I've made from doing anything creative. Um, podcast, nothing, unfortunately. Uh, see, here's here's the thing. I'm going to go on a, a little side tangent for a second. So, I use Anchor, okay? That's what I use for these podcasts. Um, it's really good. It's a really good site because when you upload to the site, it uploads it to iTunes, Spotify, every other listening platform you can think of. So it does that all for you, which is great. And it also has lots and lots and lots of integrations to make money, right? To put ads in um, and all this good stuff. You can do ads like, like, for example, if I recorded this podcast, I could go in to Anchor and put in ads, you know, like, like say them, record them and then put them in the podcast. The only downside about Anchor is that you can't do any of that monetary stuff unless you live in the U.S. Now, hey, I love the U.S. Don't get me wrong. I love all you guys down there. But why do they make it so I can only do it if I live in the U.S.? Why can't they open it to North America? Up here in Canada, I want some of the, I want a little piece of the pie. You know, if I'm putting in effort to make these podcasts, I would, I'd enjoy to put some monetary stuff behind this so I can make a little bit of cash, a little bit of money. You know, the ultimate drive is not to make money. I'm not doing this because I'm like, if I make this episode, I'll make $10 because I don't make anything from these. I'm just saying that the integrations are so easy, yet I can't do them because I'm Canadian. I don't live in the States. So that's my only side tangent is that I could potentially be making money from the podcast, but I live in the wrong country for Anchor at least. And I don't want to figure out a whole new platform because Anchor is really great for everything. It's super easy to use and I love using it. That's my only critique is open it up to Canadians. Anchor, if you're listening, open up to Canadians. Come on, help me out. Help us out. Give us a little bit of that ka-ching, ka-ching. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that was completely off topic. I apologize. The whole reason that I was saying that is just to kind of tell you guys that I do all this stuff because I like it, because I've been making videos since I was 10, 12 years old, because I did a degree in it, because I've worked in radio. I've done all this stuff for so long. I did a marketing internship. Like, this is what I like. I've always been creative. You know, I like drawing. I like painting. I like writing. I love doing all this stuff. And and I don't do all of this stuff to make money. I do it because as a person, I'm a creative person. You know what I mean? I'm an introvert and I'm a creative person. So that's what how I like to express myself. That's how I like to spend my time is just by myself, drawing, doodling. I'm not even good. <laughs> I'm just being, I'm not good. I can paint okay. And I can draw okay if I really focus, but I have to be looking at an image. I can't draw it from my own head. But I can draw if I see something. And usually it's not too bad. Same with painting. I can't paint by myself. But if I'm watching Bob Ross, I can make some pretty good paint. I've got some pretty good paintings, I'm not going to lie. Okay, I have, I have a couple of the prints back here, which are actually pretty nice. They're not prints, they're canvases. Um, regardless, I'm just telling you that, yes, I've always loved gaming. But I've also always just loved being creative. Those have been my outlets, you know. And I've never gotten paid for them. So I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing this because I like doing it, but I would love to do it and make money. I really hope that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I, I, my main motivator is not to make money, but I want to be rich, you know? So if this stuff can help with that and these can have, you know, I can have different sources of income, I want that. I'm not doing this podcast to make 10 bucks right now. I don't get paid anything for this. I'm doing it because I love it. <laughs> I repeated myself for the whole entire two minutes there. But I just wanted to explain like the gaming side of things, which I did in the previous podcast, and also like this creative side, and just kind of learn, like I said, a little bit more about me, you know, because like, if you've never listened to this before, you've never, you don't know much about me, like I have that creative background, 
I have that traditional media, traditional broadcasting background in radio, uh, in, in marketing and stuff. Like I've done all that. Uh, I've done lots of live stuff. Um, dabbled in some music. I used to be a musician too, drumming, played bass, uh, lots of that stuff. So I mean, just being creative. It's just, it's just what I like. Um, now I just want to wrap this back for a quick second. So I know I talked about, you know, working in radio, you know, going to Mount Royal, doing a, doing an internship with marketing and stuff and, and all of that. And since I always liked gaming, here's where they intersect. Okay. So a previous podcast talked about how I always loved gaming. This podcast talking about how I just loved all this creative stuff and, and whatnot. Gaming is, is the synergy or is the interconnectal. Okay. That's not a word is the intersection. Okay. Where I can do all these things I love to do, or maybe not gaming more so esports, having my own org, doing cryas is basically where I can take everything that I like and everything that I've learned, my interests, my passion, my hobbies, and make that my thing. Okay, that's why I know that we will be successful one day. I know that I'll be successful one day too. It's just a matter of time. And that's where these podcasts are great because then we can look back and be like, yo, remember when he said that blah, 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 I didn't know what to do. And now look at him. He's driving a G-Wagon. Just kidding. I'm not going to get a G-Wagon, you know, but the point is there. Um, and the reason that esports and, and Christ and, and gaming, I should no, I'm not going to say gaming. I'll say esports, um, is the intersection is because it's gaming. Okay. So I have that passion for gaming, whether that's Rocket League, Call of Duty, Valorant, whatever the game might be, gaming is a part of it because that is the industry. So I have that passion of always loving gaming, always loving video games, which is in esports now, okay? Because that's what the company's built around. Then I get that whole other side of stuff. I get to be creative. I get to have podcasts about it. I get to make YouTube videos. I get to do marketing. I get to do, I'm doing, Alex and I, not not just me, obviously. The other co-founder, Alex and I, are doing everything because we are the only two employees right now we're the founders, so we're doing all this stuff. And that's where it's so cool because I take my love for gaming as the industry and I get to apply everything that I learned from radio promotions, from my degree, from the internship I've done, from knowing how to film YouTube videos, to getting to post social media content, to managing our players, to reaching out to people, to being like a boss and to grow the industry. And that's where I just get super excited. And I know every single episode, I probably sit here and I go, blah, 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 blah. I'm super excited to build this, blah, blah, blah. I'm just so excited, but it's because I am and it's true. And I hope that holds true um, to you guys. And I hope you can understand that as well because I've been saying it for <laughs> 12 weeks straight that I'm excited about it. Um, so I hope you guys are excited too. But that's, that's like the whole thing I wanted to stress. That's kind of the whole point about this episode is yes, there's some uncertainty because I have to try to find a job right now, um, you know, to, to do that daily grind while I can pay for some of the stuff for Christ, while I can work on Christ in the part-time, work on all this creative outlets such as the podcast in my spare time. But gaming is where, or sorry, esports <laughs> is where this can all interconnect. So it's super exciting. I, I keep repeating myself now, but it's just because I'm very, very exciting. And now we'll just do a, like a little bit about Cryus. I'll just do a, a little bit of, not like updates. Like his updates. Um, we're in the Telus Esports series. That's almost over. We're also starting the Indie Gaming League very, very soon. I think it actually starts on July 5th. Then we're also going to be in the Black Line Championship series, which starts near the end of July. We're also in a few 2v2 tournaments and other tournaments that come up. So our boys are working hard 
They're grinding, which we love to see. They're streaming all the time, which we love to see as well. Um, the main thing that we're trying to do right now at Cries is just build up our fan base. Hey, we actually had a banger stream last week, okay? So our team was playing in the Telus Esports series, and Alex and I, you know, whenever they're they're playing, but, like, their games are not being streamed, like, we have casters and stuff that we've reached out to, and we put on a whole production on the Cryus Twitch. So we literally had, like, 1v1 tournaments in Rocket League that we had as a pre-show. Then I hopped on with Alex, and we were, like, chatting and answering questions. We had, like, a Q&A period. Then we had our casters come in, and we, like, showed the gameplay, you know, in, like, director mode and whatnot, and our casters were casting. And then after the game, we would chat about it and stuff and did a post-game interview with our team. It basically had a really, really good production, and it was a lot of fun. And also, we had, like, 20 people watching, which was crazy because that was our second or third stream ever. And we had over 10 viewers the entire time. Like, so our base, it was, like, 10. And then we peaked at, I think, 20 or 25, which is crazy. And I'm so, so thankful. Like, if any of you watch that stream and you're listening to the podcast, thank you. I really appreciate it. And any of you who might be listening to this and want to watch us stream, I mean, go check out the Cryest Gaming Twitch channel where we will stream our games. But it was it was great. And the reason I bring that up is because I was talking about how right now we want to build up our fan base because at the end of the day, we need to have a, a decent amount of followers, a decent amount of fans um, before we can really build the communities, right? Because that is community building is getting people to be hyped getting people to root for us, getting people to root for other teams to be rivals, um, all of that. And then also uh, just for us as Cryus is, is if we, we can't reach out to brands or to you know do any partnerships or anything until we have a decent following. So that's what we're trying to do is build our fan base and it's already going really good. I'm again, very thankful, very grateful, very excited. Yet again, very excited. Uh, and another thing we want to try to do is kind of work on some statistics just with our Rocket League team. You know, a lot of people do stats. I had to take a stats class for some reason with my degree, which was dumb. I uh, didn't cheat on it, you know, wink, wink. But <laughs> uh, I don't like stats. I don't like math. But my buddy Braden, who was on one of the first episodes of the Lucky Dip podcast, loves all that crap. So I'm going to try to get him involved. And I think that's what I want to do too. You know, as we build this up, like I'm going to bring like my boys with me, right? And obviously like Alex too, like I, I want to bring people in this and like give opportunities to people that we didn't have, right? So like we're already working with some people from school to do casting for us. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really cool stuff. Like we we wanna give back and I wanna give back and also provide opportunities and whatnot. So we're gonna try to do some statistics stuff. I have no idea what that's gonna look like. I'm just speaking, you know, we, the idea has just been floating. I haven't done anything with that idea. And obviously, you know, right now we're focusing on Rocket League, but eventually branching out to other games would be great. I mean, I love Call of Duty, but I don't think Challengers or the amateur scene, I should say, is a very feasible option and you know Valorant's really cool another FPS FPS game I don't know there's some exciting stuff coming but ultimately the main goal is to take it full time bring the homies with me be successful make some money have some fun build these sports let's do it up folks and with that I'm gonna end episode number 11 did I see I think I said 12 the whole time I in my head I think I thought of 12 but I meant 11. I don't know. I, I got to look back at that. Um, regardless, I'm going to end it. I just got my second dose of the vaccine for COVID today. So I'm kind of bugging right now. Feeling a little achy. Feeling a little tired. It's also like midnight right now because tomorrow I might be dead. You know, the vaccine, I might be, I might be a little sick. So 
recording this now, trying to be proactive versus reactive. These are things we love to see. All right, everybody. Have a great one. Sorry this is a bit of a shorter episode, but I just want to explain some of that stuff. A bit of the uncertainties, but also a bit of the hopefulness. And I hope you guys learned something about me. Hope I didn't bore you to death. And I hope that I will see you on the next episode. All right. Bye.